everyone, welcome back to Into the Clear. Um, let's just get started again. Today we've got some, uh, I'd say, pretty important things to talk about, or um, pretty recent events to talk about. Mm -hmm. So as you guys know, uh, quite a few events from the Olympics happened uh, over the week. Um, many of them included like a skateboard, the skateboarding event, which a 13-year-old won. So that was pretty cool to see. Apparently, she did something that Tony Hawk did back in like 1990 at the age of 13 years old, which is super cool. But uh, one more thing that was um, that actually caught everybody's eyes was uh, Simone Biles. Uh, she, uh, what did she say? She said due to mental health re reasons, um, she will be pretty much, uh, wait, what did she say? She was going to be exiting the Olympics, right? She, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of just like um, she withdrew from some of the events like on a case by case basis and then um, she just eventually withdrew from them um, as time went on. Mm -hmm. Since um, we are all like student athletes, so I guess we did want to share like just in general, like how important um, like protecting athletes mental health is um, in sports, even though it's really overlooked, especially for athletes of color um, mm -hmm. and female athletes as well. Mm -hmm. You want to go ahead? I mean, we both, like, uh, obviously managing it, like, stress management is, like, pretty key, but uh, there is also, like, quite a bit of, like, is talking specifically about this, there's also quite a bit of, like, a little bit of controversy going around around her exit. Um, she didn't, like, in, in the event that she actually, like, she actually uh, entered into, like, the very first event, apparently she didn't win, right, with her team. So uh, people are saying that she exited because of that, because she knows that she's not going to win anymore. And they claim that she's just using like mental health as, a, as an excuse. But uh, that, although that could be the case, the majority of the time, it is probably due to mental health issues. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting to me to like see where people are coming from exactly like what she said about yeah, I think this entire thing is like, what like um Simone Bao said was that like she had um like the basically the twisties um which is that like a lot of the times when she was uh practicing and like competing um she would just feel like really un disoriented to like just to be like put it in a simple way um yes, so she was in her like qualification round she was like flipping in the air and then people could all see that like it was pretty dangerous for her as well since she didn't really know where she was in the air and like if she landed yeah. wrong um, it would have been really serious yeah it's really serious when you're competing at that high of level because in gymnastics one wrong move and you can like end your entire career like uh you need men out of place tear acl and a lot of athletes like particularly in particularly in like jumping sports aren't can't like go back to how they are once they tear their acl so yeah, there's 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 reasonable concern of like fear of what she could do next in her career too. So it's always like like athletes are always told to like push themselves to the next level, but then what if that next level like limits is the limit, and then they can't like progress any higher because they push themselves too hard. Mm -hmm. There are quite a few people. So um i was actually listening to something that ben shapiro had to say about it oh. uh a lot of people yeah I, I don't know i i i tend to because of how like polarized our entire our, our news network is i tend to listen to both extremes and like figure out are my consensus based off of that so 
one thing Ben Shapiro said, which was pretty interesting to me, was um, people are regarding her as either a villain because she took it, uh, she opted out of the Olympics, and uh, either as a villain or as a hero. Or nobody's like talking, letting her just be like a person or like someone in between. So, do you think that Ben Shapiro? No, do you think that Simone Biles um, is essentially should be regarded as a hero in this regard, or uh, do you guys agree with what? Ben Shapiro said, where like nobody in our society today, nobody can just let people be people. They just like they have to pick a side, whether it's good or a bad thing. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think when we label her as a hero, like it, it, cre- it creates like unnecessary tension everywhere. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it's like you're idolizing something, and like the second they do one thing wrong, like they're not your hero anymore, or something like that. When it's just not true, like. There's many aspects to a person. You can't like idolize them because then they'd have to be perfect. But there's no such thing as a perfect person, right? I think I think no one really is like really just calling her like a hundred percent like a hero. But um, it's more of like people are like commending her and like supporting her for having the courage um to speak out about mental health um in like a society that puts so much pressure on like you know just performing and like doing your best, right? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because one thing, one other thing that he said was that um, uh, something that, yeah, one other thing he said was that um, this standard might not necessarily apply to male athletes, for example, say like he, this is, and I quote, if Tom Brady threw two interceptions in the first half of the Super Bowl and said, I need my backup to take over, we'd all be like, wow, that's a choke. And so here is something it's a similar concept to like what's happening right now where Simone Biles is like um is essentially withdrawing out of the Olympics but like people would there's like multiple standards is like what he some is something that he talks about as well do you, what do you guys think of that because the same thing happening with Naomi Osaka right a few months ago when she withdrew from the um the the tennis term, tournament right the national tennis tournament so well it's different from uh tom brady for sure because throwing two interceptions is not is not going to end your career but landing wrong on on your foot is is going to end your career so i guess that's different but yeah and even i, I heard as like osaka did compete i'm pretty sure she did right yeah she, no she she did she, but she, she wanted withdrew to from the finals didn't she like she withdrew from like the final no yeah, so I think the story was, like, she wanted to compete. She was in, like, the Elam round and stuff. But then mm-hmm. um, she didn't want to do the interviews because, like, those were really stressful for her. So, mm-hmm. and then basically, like, the French Open was, like, oh, you, if you don't do interviews, you have to pay a fine. Um, so she would, she basically just said, like, I'd rather just withdraw from the tournament altogether than have to go through all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... Yeah, and then a lot of people started supporting her, which is really a cool thing to see because definitely a media, especially paparazzi, they play a pretty, pretty big role when it comes to stress and things like that, as we've seen like throughout like the history of like where we live at, where we live today, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I guess in general, like since we all do like athletics, like, I just want to know, like, if you had any of you had any experiences, like, um, like her experience with mental health, like, not necessarily to this degree, but like maybe, you know, if you weren't, um, prepared for a game, even. I know this is like so much smaller on a so, so like such a smaller degree than what is actually happening, um, with like Simone Biles, 
Um, but you know, I was just wondering, like, wanted to hear some other um, perspectives or stories. I mean, like, it's pretty much the same for everyone who does a sport, right? You're balancing uh, a sport, which takes like two hours of your day, every day for a week, for like two or three months. You're balancing that with uh, uh, APs, uh, tests, projects, extracurricular activities outside of that. So, I mean, especially in like the community we live in today, it's really difficult trying to find that peace of mind because people would rather talk about certain things than like other things, you know, or like do certain things to like, I don't know, it's purely because of like staff padding, you know. Uh, so I guess it, it kind of increases the pressure on students, but I mean, in the long run, I guess like it helps in a way. What do you guys think? I mean, I don't know if what we do is like that much in comparison, like Oh, no, no, definitely not. No, 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 no. I'm talking specifically, uh, like, are you are talking, like, in comparison to what? In comparison to Like, what? in comparison to, like, Naomi and, like... Um, oh, no, Naomi. not even close, not even close. Yeah, you're yeah. definitely right. But I'm just saying, like, uh, it's definitely hard, especially uh, because of the fact that we live in such a competitive atmosphere, you know? Yeah. So um, that's, that's something... I don't know. I've always, like, used sports to, like, um, relax and never to, like, actually, like, I've never seen it as something that was, like, that was actually, like, challenging for me. Like, it was always, like, an escape for or something. Not It was never, like, there to, like, compromise my mental health. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I think the central idea is that, like, um, like, we need to try to realize that, like, even at the highest level, like, athletes are still like regular human beings um who they're only doing the sport because like they're really passionate about it um and they're not doing mm-hmm. it for like fanny box so like they can also be affected by social issues like, they also want to speak up about stuff um and they also want to like you know care about themselves or um you know they also want to experience their emotions as well mm-hmm. so just real quickly do you think that people like Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles should be treated as uh, sort of Mm, advocate or like mental health like sort of hero in the sense that they should have suffered something like this and if so yes or no why not I feel like it's counterintuitive to consider uh Naomi as like the advocate for it because like she didn't want to be in the spotlight right mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah I think like the like the ideal or like the world that like everyone kind of a lot of people kind of want is that like where athletes like prioritizing their mental health is basically like normalized um, and it's not treated as like oh this is such a controversy right hmm interesting yeah simone biles actually posted on her story i think like a couple days ago asking about like mental health and like what like what um twisties are yeah, I think so, it was like oh. answering some questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, yeah, twisties can like very well leave you paralyzed, right? Because you're not like your your concentration isn't like straight. Isn't that what it is, or some some something similar to that? Where, from my understanding, it was just like kind of like nerves, right? Like where you just like lose your focus for a bit, and like like you lose your focus, and like you're unable to like process what's going on for a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I understood was also that like 
it's kind of like a periodic thing. So sometimes it happens. And then after a couple of weeks, like it usually goes away. Um, but like when it does happen, like you just basically lose like your sense of like orientation, especially when you're just like flipping in the air, you know. And like if you land on the wrong spot, like your head, um, that's like really serious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, most definitely. It's uh yeah, it's pretty scary. So I mean, there are a lot of like, especially hmm. I mean, you don't see like for some reason, like in today's society, uh you don't see as many uh this is more you don't see as many like men coming out about this either which is something like pretty scary to think about because there's a lot of people like bottling this up so i don't know it's something just to think about i guess like because you don't see many like active like male athletes talking about this stuff right Uh, or as many yeah Yeah. i I don't know but I don't know what to think about that, to be honest. Yeah, I think a lot of that could trace also back to, um, like, the idea of toxic masculinity and how, like, just in general in many cultures and societies, like, seeking for help is often, like, perceived as a sign of weakness and uh, people think that's, like, negative. So there's kind of a stigma around, you know, like, uh, seeking support and opening up about mental health. Yeah, but then wouldn't that mean males also get a lot more injured but then i've never seen anything that's that like signifies it saying that males get injured more because like first off like twisties and stuff like that where they push themselves too much and then they get injured right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think that like it does definitely happen in situations but just like we don't know what's going on behind the scenes like either because like, they don't feel comfortable opening up like, about their feelings or like so people just process it as like a regular injury, you know. So that could also be the case. Huh, that's something. I guess like in general, just to summarize, I guess uh, <laughs> mental health is important. And I guess like she did what she thought was right. So I guess you people just got to respect that, you know. Yeah, I think, I think Socket, like, brings a really good point about, you know, like, athletes being able to open out, um, because, like, even with, um, like, recently with some um, LGBTQ athletes, um, basically, like, coming out and opening up about um, their own identities, like, that's also been, like, a really, um, really a thing that we haven't been able to see before, so... I kind of can like we might be able to attribute some of that to just like the harmful stigma that's around um that surrounds athletes. Hmm. Cool. I guess. Hmm. All right. Cool. You guys want to move on to another topic that I found? Yeah. Sure. All right. So, like, talking about coronavirus again. So hmm. once again uh cdc mask recommendations have changed and so now different things are required in different states and uh biden will now announce like a vaccination requirement across like the federal government on thursday that's obviously gonna like cause like a lot of like (laughs) outcry over the united over like the entirety of the country so i was just wondering your thoughts on that Yeah. Uh, just, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you can go ahead. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. I really kind of just don't get why like they're kind of moving back and forth, like removing the mask um, recommendation or mandate in the first place, 
um i feel like that was just just generally really premature mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh you know how like they removed the mask mandate right yeah uh in california which was mm-hmm. like, pretty stupid in my opinion but yep. yeah go on then uh, <laughs> uh as of july 28th California recommends all individuals to wear masks uh, indoors, regardless of vaccination status. Unvaccinated individuals are required to wear a mask in all indoor public places. In certain indoor public places, spaces, including public transit, transit and healthcare facilities, everyone is required to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Wait, when is this? So, wait, is it when? Did they already amend it, or when? Did yeah, it? yeah, July twenty eighth. So now, next time you go out, sorry, you gotta wear a mask, bro. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Wait, I was at the gym yesterday, and they I didn't. Yeah, nobody wears a mask. I know, I know. <laughs> no, no, they specifically said like if you're vaccinated, you can like take off your mask. I was like, oh, okay. Huh. Like, Don't they are in the gym? Aren't they like asking people to leave like after seven if they're unvaccinated or something? Is that no, like a the thing? Gym at seven for everyone. Like. Oh. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Hmm. it keeps changing man it's like pretty sad because like i think if everybody took the lockdown like legitimately seriously for like a solid three months then this wouldn't have happened like a solid like nobody comes in or out and like it's just pure like amazon like auto not even three months like one month would have been enough if every single person followed the yeah exactly i mean like but now now they're they don't want to go they don't want to stay in nor do they want to like wear a mask nor did they want to get the vaccine yeah, and they just oh my god because i'm always hearing these people talk about you know oh personal freedoms right like what they call um they're like oh when can we remove mask mandates when can we get our you know quote-unquote personal freedoms back but like honestly if you just like stayed at home during the first couple of months like you would have been able to go around like a long time ago yeah Dude, we we would have probably if, if they did we probably could have we probably could have gone to school, dude, like for at least half a year, like in person. Yeah, like in- if they, people took if like, like even now, like I think only forty seven percent of the United States has been fully vaxxed. But like the good thing is, I I, I think that's that's like decent, but um, I think like seventy percent or have gotten at least a first dose. So that's interesting. I heard that um. Some red states like Missouri are like, at like below. Yeah, they're at super low. They're at super low rates. Yeah, it's like uh southern Missouri and like northern Arkansas, that place. That area. So for California, the number of people who are fully vaccinated is fifty two point six six two percent. Yeah, I think in where we live, it's higher, high eighties or something. I expected California to be like in the high 80s. Nah, yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Like, there are people even in the United States who, even in California, but like, I think it's because of LA, dude. That's why. Uh, LA has a, like a pretty significant amount of people who are unvaxxed, I think. Yeah, I think so, in where we live, the number, the percentage is really high. Like, our mm-hmm. county. Yeah. But, you know, like, California isn't, like, homogenous. It's kind of, you know, different places also have, like, different, I'd say, like, leanings. 
Yeah, which is why um, I'm just searching four uh, percent of the population of the United States is fully vaxxed. I'm just searching up like the exact facts, so I just don't. Um, I mean, it only gives by state, so pretty much for us, we are in like we're dark green, so like we are above sixty percentage, so which is a good thing, which is pretty good. I mean, yeah, it is. A good I think. Thing. Yeah. So, but then there's also the fact that like little kids still aren't vaccinated, and then so, yeah, I think Pfizer. I think Pfizer said that they're um, they created one for five to eleven year olds. I think it says we have like. Our county has one of the highest vaccination rates in the country. So, yeah, yeah, sense. because everybody in Cal in Cupertino specifically, like, knows what's going on. Like, are are actually educated, you know. I, mean, I think it has to do with like how in the U.S. people are kind of like anti-intellectual. So, if it's oh, science, geez. they would rather they would rather believe. <laughs> I mean, it's more like what what their role models in that state are saying like um oh that's true if some if as, like if yeah, it's the information they're getting over there versus yeah. the information that we get it's not like the fact that they're not like smart or something it's just like they're they, yeah, it's just they're misled huh it's just like they're misled a lot of times by politicians yeah and this should not be a political game either mm-hmm I mean, they made it one though, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they made masks uh, an issue, so. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, if people just tried it once, I think that would have. I think that would have been like it would have been so much better. And I guess now we got to live with this, and then. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, even in like China, there's an outbreak right now, or there's kind of an outbreak. Yeah, in India as well. I mean, India is like, it was pretty bad in like a few months ago, right? Yeah. It's I think it's it still it's not covered by the yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. And like, they have different vaccines as well. Like, that's what I noticed. Like, we have Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, which is such a stupid company now. Janssen, they're taking like advantage of people and they're like sending so much hush money. So it's really stupid now. Yeah, all of them are getting rich. Yeah, hell, and you know Pfizer apparently. Um, this is what I heard. So basically, um, certain certain like states have signed like an NDA with um, Pfizer, right? And so part of the NDA, so the NDA was leaked, and it basically says that even if a more effective vaccine is created from any other company, you cannot switch to the other company. You have to stay with Pfizer regardless of like the outcome that was like part on the nda which was uh which was leaked so uh he further proves that again like i don't know it's like people are only doing this not to help but also to like make profit so yeah yeah i think it's always just been really like a profit game because in the beginning they had like a intellectual property thing that prevented them from like um distributing them to other countries Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah exactly that that's that's what i'm saying quite a few people quite a few companies are doing the same thing and in india 
they're not even using the main companies, right? They're not using Pfizer or Moderna or places like that. They have something called like Covishield and like a few other uh, well, I think the vaccine isn't the major problem. It's the fact that no one wore a mask in the first place. Like you just like, like uh, people would walk around like just like having masks below their chin, like saying like, oh, I have my mask, but like, I'm not really going to wear it. Mm-hmm. That as well. I mean, I, I also think that like vaccine uh, efficacy is like pretty, pretty important as well. Cause like we, I'm pretty sure all of us got Pfizer, right? Yeah, so all of us got Pfizer, and so like that's like has a guaranteed like not what 94 95 percent uh efficiency, yeah, yeah, and right. So, and even Moderna has like pretty much the same, if not just like maybe one or two percent lower, so it's still like really, really good. So, I mean, and and then we look at like I don't know, AstraZeneca, which has, which is like what India is also using, like up one. And that has like a 65% uh, mm-hmm. efficacy rate, which was... 65% is still like a really good rate considering like what the flu shot effective rate Yeah, is. but I mean, a night, I would rather, like obviously like there are probably some sort of like money problem going on as well. But I mean, if you want to buy um, vaccines, just go for the best one, right? The most efficient one. I mean, that's not how it works in the world, right? Yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes like Pfizer needs a really, really cold temperature to store it, while like AstraZeneca. Yeah, Moderna. We, I, I did like, a, uh, I did like a bunch of research on this for something that I did in the past, and uh, even if not Pfizer, then Moderna. Moderna has significantly better. Um, it's more like optimal in terms of usage. It, it only needs to be in like, it, it needs to be stored in like room temperature or something or just a little bit below room temperature. It can be stored for more days than Pfizer. So it can be stored for like a month and a half to two months or something like that. And it has like pretty similar efficacy rate and overall it costs less. So like it's more a lot more cost efficient. So if not Pfizer, then like something else is equally as good, right? So. I think like the big problem is just like general like you know they call um it's called like vaccine apartheid which is basically you know the wealthier wealthier countries kind of just hoard vaccines you know you the U S had like a bunch of AstraZeneca doses but they weren't even nobody for us yeah, to use exactly nobody so it's just kind of like hoarding and like, vaccines and now they're only giving either Pfizer or Moderna right I don't think they're even giving uh, Janssen anymore well there was an entire thing with Johnson right like it was like yeah, the side effects like. Mm-hmm. Recall. Johnson, it was pretty bad, man. Like the amount of side effects. There was something like in Colorado or something where like something big happened, right? For Jansen, like there was like a huge like a outbreak of side effects. I think was it like blood clots or something? Maybe yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, blood it was uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. I don't know. I think uh, it's <laughs> crazy world. Yeah, but I think the main goal for a lot of them, a lot of the countries is just to make um, the doses like accessible for everyone. So mm-hmm. it's like sometimes there's like different factors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Swift turn, guys, yeah, who starts in like two weeks? It's ridiculous, dude. What happened there? What? I don't even know. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? School starts in two weeks. 
Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous, dude. What the heck happened? Yeah, I'm not like. <laughs> Are you guys gonna double mask? I might. I'm probably gonna double mask. Maybe. I'll see what the recommendations are. Mm-hmm. Is it gonna be like normal, except like with masks? Obviously, just It'll, gonna be like a normal. Most likely, because they haven't said anything about it. And also, we're going digital. Apparently, so you still need to bring your computers to school, regardless. I mean, that, that's not that's not online school. That's just like saying if you if we find it more convenient. I think no. They said it's mandatory to bring your computer to school. I think it's just for like accessing like the internet and like doing work and stuff mm-hmm, but yeah mm-hmm. it's not for like no writing documents writing uh like um essays and stuff like that it's not for- yeah but I, I i they have computers right i mean like why send out an email like a, a, such a lengthy email just for like to say like get your computer you know because so they only do like one-to-one uh ratio oh mm, uh, wait what the classroom ones are just like 30 of them per classroom so they get reused yeah exactly so the school wanted the the school wanted to do like one-to-one computer so like one laptop for one person it just stays with you oh because of safety concerns okay actually you know what yeah that makes a lot more they wanted to get to know like how many people needed um the school to give chromebooks and then how many people would bring their own yeah that 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 makes sense (laughs) yeah okay yeah that does make a lot of sense now yeah, okay. I, haven't, I haven't heard so any getting, updates about the school year. We're getting our, uh, what you would call it, schedule. Our, our schedule, right? Next week? Yep. Cool. cool. Eight days from now, yeah. Have any of y'all uh, scheduled a senior portrait? Yeah, mine is, this, <laughs> mine is August 4th. Oh, mine, is mine is August 12th. Oh, interesting. Oh, so, Vic, you're a day after mine. I need to, I need to get a haircut, dude. Holy crap! <laughs> and yeah, and then Pioneer Day is coming up. Are you guys are any of you guys going to that? I know Jason, you are right it's for uh, you. Uh, what is it, Model UN? Right? Model UN and also a uh, crew, Tino crew. Yeah, I'm Tino. What, what's that? It's basically like the we run the orientation thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. I am going to be doing. Uh, computer programming club and then just like one more thing did you start that club recently huh did you start that club no i am a manager mentor okay cool i guess all right i guess like what are we at dude what are we at we're at like over 30 minutes okay i think that should be a cool place to stop yep i think sure Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Uh, we're going to be trying to get um, people like apart from us on the podcast just to talk yeah. about like life in general and their We'd thoughts. Highly and stuff, appreciate so. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, check us right. out. Yep. See you guys later. Thank you all.